Welcome back to They Talk Sex Podcast. This is the Cuckolding and Dominatrix episode. I am your host and your dominatrix in this episode. My name is Elle Stanger. So thanks for a great three seasons to all of my listeners. We're going to take a seasonal pause so that I can do other things besides edit for a couple hours every week Uh, because I don't like sitting still. I don't like sitting down that long. So This is going to be another fun episode, and if you have feedback or guest requests or suggestions or anything else you want to say, if you want to send me money, say thanks, you can write to theytalksexpodcast at protonmail.com. Find us theytalksex.com for some recommended products. Okay, so let's get to the fun stuff. So my guest today has a nickname, Grunky. Hello, Grunky. Hi, Mr. Stanger. Hi. So you are my cuckold who agreed very excitedly to fill this hour, and I'm so happy. So how would you describe yourself? Um, First of all, hi um, to Mr. Stanger's audience. Um, uh, My nickname is Grunky, and I am Mr. Stanger's um, uh, come-eating tattooed um, cuckold. A lot of adjectives there. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I... Got, uh, I uh, would describe myself as um, submissive and uh, cuckold uh, to women. And um, yeah, I'm just here to kind of talk about lifestyle, how I got into it. And um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And anything else maybe I need. So I will be referring to you mostly as Cuck for this episode. Thank you for introducing yourself, Cuck. Sure. Sure. So how did you find me? Um, I found you on um, the internet. Um, I, it was either Twitter. I think it was. I think it was Twitter or Instagram. Um, and uh, found you. Saw you look great. Um, loved the tattoos. Loved the um, sensual attitude. Um, and just had to kind of meet you in person. Um, I think it started out over. Um, a uh, texting website and um we got to know each other yeah oh yeah okay sex yeah sex panther yeah we love the sex panther yeah shout out to them uh i wonder who like why i was suggested to you like we both know a couple people we both know lucky hell Mm -hmm. right i wonder who else do we have in common not too many but you do have other mistresses and women that you worship so uh small world yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how do you find any of your your mistresses or your goddesses or the women that you worship or take care of? Um, good question. Um, basically, um, a lot of the um, uh, pro doms that I do serve offer their services online, and honestly, um, either it started out with Google, but then once you get into Google, you have to go into Twitter, and then once you get into Twitter, you can go from you know who follows who or who. Um, after that, it goes, goes kind of a network effect from, from Twitter. Um, I do like ladies with, um, the tattoos, which you have. Um, and it, after that, it's just kind of a who knows who and a vibe thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, most of them uh, are professional, uh, dominatrices. Um, some of them are like yourselves, um, exotic dancers. Um, but after that, it's just kind of a vibe thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I something I've noticed about the women you like is we tend to have some really irreverent or sassy attitudes to us. Uh you you were can we talk about 
Would Lady Vi be okay with us talking about the church incident? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. So can can you explain? I was not familiar with Lady Vi until you explained her to me, but she's got some real fun pictures on the Instagram. Can you explain what the church incident was and how you helped her out with that? Uh, yeah. So Lady Vi is a um, dominatrix. She was based in the uh, Seattle area and later moved to Phoenix. Um, but she had a um, her and another dominatrix had a uh, Catholic priest. Uh, contract them in a parish just north of Louisiana. And the scene was uh, going to be uh, recorded um, where they, three of them would meet up in a church after hours and film uh, debaucherous um, activities. Um, what those activities were, I didn't exactly uh, get that far into. Oh, wait, yeah. he was actually a priest? He was actually a priest, a Catholic oh. priest. I just figured it was someone's bull or boyfriend or, or client like otherwise, but not a, Oh, wow. Okay. The plot has thickened. Yeah. yeah the plot is definitely thickened. So, um, uh, during the course of the session, um, someone saw like, Hey, the um, church has their lights on after hours. This is very strange. And so they went up to the edge of the stained glass window and lo and be- they lo and behold, I, I, Heard, this is kind of rumor territory. They saw, well, two dominatrices one, and one Catholic priest, like literally on the altar. And I heard, this is the rumor part, where the Catholic priest was getting either sodomized or you know, just dominated by huh. um, two lovely ladies. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna guess some strap action just I mean but I could only speculate no idea no idea <laughs> yeah yeah and then from there um, the police were called um, uh, it was broken up um, they I they were all arrested um, and the aftermath of this was uh, I think uh, Lady Vi was charged with institutional vandalism um, and the reason it was institutional vandalism is the church later had to because the altar was worth more than $500, uh, mm. they had to deconsecrate the altar, burn it, and then replace it with a net new altar. Oh, uh, they did not. Come on, you guys. Yes, yes, they, <laughs> yes they did. Is, yes, that, they is did. that church canon? If someone's fucking on the altar, you got to burn it and get a new one? Yes. Um, and <laughs> the, <laughs> the priest, I believe he was uh, let go of the priesthood. Um, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then Lady Vi had to deal with um, uh, flying back and forth to and from Louisiana oh. um, for a while. But yeah, that uh, matter is now settled. Uh, she can move on, and he can move on, and they can both be uh, um, they can go both go about their lives. Uh, the crazy part was, um, and this is kind of the crux of her defenses was, it was um, a private consensual um, event. And the um, prosecutor argued, well, you could clearly see this um, debauchery from the road. And it's like, well, no, the person had to like walk up and like, like, like mm-hmm. fingers and hands against the glass and look like peering in like a peeping Tom mm-hmm. to see what was going on. So, yeah. Wow. Goddamn. Wow. Okay. Well. Oh, and you donated to some of her legal expenses, uh, correct? Cor- correct. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, uh, back when she was in Seattle, I um, drove to um, her place and I donated, um, uh, I think it was about a thousand uh, to her legal defense fund. Um, uh, yeah. Good cut. Good cut. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So, 
And uh, you've mentioned tattoos a couple times. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. some of your tattoo practices because this is some of the fun times that you and I get to engage in. So besides you sponsoring some of my tattoos from lovely women artists, mm-hmm. uh, some of which, some of whom are sex workers and some are not, shout out to Cricket and Alice. Uh, tell us about your tattoo practices because you're a collector of them for specific reasons. Yes. Yeah. So um, I collect tattoos for um, women um, who have cuckolded me and um, fed me their lovers come, they get the option of uh, tattooing me. Um, and it's that uh, submission, it's that showing of, um, I am willing to take your lover's sperm, I'm willing to submit to you and um, enjoy your lover's um, cock in my mouth while you have pleasure. Um, and that um, the tattoo will mark the occasion. It just um, elevates her pleasure and um, pushes, uh, it, it sets a pecking order basically um, as far as uh, tattoos. And I'm up to 12 of them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what number was yes. I? 10? Um, I think, yeah, I think you were 10. Yes, you were 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Cricket did that one. And yeah, you've never had my, any of my bulls cock in your mouth, but we've played with other things and we're going to keep it just mysterious enough so that not all of my, uh, not all my, you know, services are out there, um, but people can inquire, um, privately. So, okay. So you've met, what's great about you is you're, I can tell you're very easygoing and, and very non-threatened by the bulls. Like you just, mm-hmm. you know, your place. Yeah. It's never an issue. Yeah. You met mine and had a good handshake and uh, yeah, you're delightful to interact with. So it's oh, yeah, cool. Had a good then, time on the cuck chair. Yeah. 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 When you showed him your piercings, um, you have quite a few piercings. Tell us about your piercings. Yeah. So um, on my um, sack, I have eight, eight gauge piercings. And just last week, um, Lady Vi, uh, I flew down to Phoenix and Lady Vi added a six gauge piercing also to my um, scrotum. And that will later be stretched to a two gauge piercing. Um, and the jewelry we have for that um, is um, it um, has a lock bar. And on one side of the, the um, locking bar, it says uh, obedient. And on flip it over on the other side of the locking bar, it says cuckold. And that was a custom piece. The lock bar for weight savings is made out of uh, titanium. Um, but uh, she will have the keys for that, and uh, I will not. So, uh-huh. yeah. so Lady Vi will also. Correct. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I've seen it. And thank you for asking before you sent me the picture. You asked if you could show me, and I said yes. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh, but, yeah, that I remember when you busted uh, – your eight piercings out, uh, my bull started laughing and he was like, okay, buddy. Like he was pretty surprised and impressed because that those are gnarly piercings. <laughs> yeah. Kidding. Yeah. They're very, um, ladies really use them for, um, um, it's funny. Um, uh, I asked, um, a dominatrix like, Oh, do you have uh, a leash? And she's like, yes, I have a, a leash. And so I showed up and it was, there was a miscommunication there around expectations. He was expecting a leash and a collar. And I was just like, oh, no, no, those go on the piercings in my scrotum. Whoops. Oh. And so she's like, oh, it's even better. So, yeah, when, um, yeah, you, 
when you're you literally led around, with your cock just then or your balls. Yeah, on. yeah. So when you are being um, led around by a woman who's either has fucked or will fuck another man with a bigger cock, and she's literally dragging you around by your balls, you know who's in charge. So that's mm-hmm. great. Um, I, I do it. have a Prince Albert, um, but that got stretched and uh, overutilized so much so that um, I actually don't wear uh, jewelry in that anymore. But Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't recall that. You mean from masturbation or from weight? Um, a little uh, from masturbation, weight, and um, ladies tugging on it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, cautionary tale, folks. Remember what I say, skin does stretch. So, mm-hmm. just like when my big ear gauge piercings fall out, I know that I've put too much weight in them or just played with them or, yeah, it's time to take the jewelry out or switch it. Okay, so have you, I know the answer to this, have you appeared in pornographic materials before, Cuck? Uh, yes, um, two um, and a half. Uh, I'll explain the half. Um, so um, uh, one was for, um, and I, she's cool with this, um, uh, Mistress uh, Gia DeMarco and Mickey Maud. Um, that was filmed in San Francisco. Um and um, we were in a hotel. Um, they had a great time with each other, and I got to uh, swallow the bull's load. Um, Mickey Mudd, um, he's a great guy, uh, great bull, treats his, the ladies right, and I'm mm-hmm. more than happy to help facilitate that. And the second time was in Montreal with uh, Miss Jasmine. Um, she cuckolded me there, and um, uh, that was my first. Um, and uh, what was special about that scene was uh, just the day before, she tattooed my chest. Um, so you see this bright, um, uh, black, freshly tattooed ink on my chest and this um, kind of freshly shaven area. And um, I got my te- my first anal cream pie where the bull um, came in Miss Jasmine's ass and I got to lap up that oh. uh, out of her ass. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That's very special. That's very yeah. Special. And then the half was um, also with uh, Mistress Gia DeMarco and um, uh, Mickey Mod, where you hear my voice and um, you see my thumb. I was the cameraman also. You see my <laughs> thumb like cover up about good, like, you know, I'd say good, like 10% of the camera for a while. And then you see my hand kind of move around. And, like, was that a t- intentional? Uh, that was very much not intentional. Um, uh, FYI, <laughs> for all the people out there who thought they could easily join por- porn, either in front of the camera or behind the camera, it's no joke. Um, your thumb will get the best of you. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I remember. You're so fun. Um, okay. So what about when that nice lady, I don't recall her name, but she was putting cigarettes out, like ashing in your mouth. That could count as a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, I totally forgot about that. Uh, Mr. Sandy. Mr. Sandy, also in Montreal. Um, yeah, she has um, used me as a human ashtray, um, which was great. Um, I've known her for uh, many years, and I try to fly up to Montreal um, about once a year just to say hi. Um, yeah, mm, she is. It's nice. She is really special. Yeah. See, I remember that one. I was paying attention. Uh, <laughs> okay. So. How long have you, you earlier used the word lifestyle uh, in relation to cuckolding. So how long have you been a part of the cuckolding lifestyle? I guess, when did you start becoming active and what did that look like? Um, That's a good question. So probably around 2012, 2011, 
um, uh, I made contact with a um, dominatrix in the um, Bay Area, Mr. January Seraph, and she was my first um, cuckold session. Um, and I'd like to dive into that if we have time for that. Is that cool? Yeah, please do. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, we met um, in downtown San Francisco um, at uh, Asian Provocateur. I showed up literally an hour and a half early. So outside this like nice, like high-end lajere store, um, you said you had this you know, like random guy. I did have a suit coat on. I tried to dress up for the occasion, but just like literally pacing back and forth. I literally like I left, went to Starbucks for 15 minutes, came back and was like, like really extremely um, nervous because I'd seen her on kink.com websites and I'd followed her for a while. So I was super nervous. So um, yeah, so she pulled up, uh, got out and instantly of all the people on the block, you can be like, okay, who's the dominatrix? Uh, that one. It was, <laughs> it was, it was extremely obvious. So um, can you so tell I, us uh, how, can you tell us how, and don't be afraid. Like, uh, so uh, she got out of the car. Um, she's the only person with um, uh, uh, black and purple dyed hair. She's uh, just gives off an energy. She's bright. She's vibrant. It wasn't so much her energy. It wasn't so much what she had dressed. Um, she had black stockings, a black skirt, um, a light jacket. Um, but it was, it was her energy, her mm. smile, um, her dominance. She got out of the cab, um, uh, uh, walked up to me. It's like, hi, you must be Roger. How's it going? And you, it was just um, it's like, yeah, we're going to. Um, go get some lingerie and we're gonna, and then I'm going to get fucked. Okay. And I was like, yes, yeah. mistress. So oh, um, she was confident and comfortable. It sounds like. That's exactly. Great. Exactly. I love, I love that. So, um, I go up, um, open the door, um, and, um, uh, she walks in, I follow behind her and, um, guys, I don't know if you've ever been to a kind of a late ladies clothing shop. Women can walk in and out all day long, but if a dude shows up, there's kind of a, like a creep check and they're like, oh, um, the attendants, <laughs> like she like walked right past the attendants and the attendants are like, um, excuse me, sir, uh, can I help you? And I was just like, no, no, no. And I was like pointing at her and they're like, help oh, okay, me. Cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pointing at her uh, feverishly. And, um, and then she's um, yeah, and then she um, went around. She's like, oh, okay. She tried out some various items. Um, she found she um, uh, and an agent provocateur. They had these nice private changing booths. Um, she went in, um, took some pictures of her trying on some nice um, items, um, and then after a while, um, and I don't know. It, 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 this only applies to the male audience. In if if you were in a lingerie place, every minute feels like an attorney. Feel very nervous. <laughs> Um, that that's your first time, but trust me, your second time in a um, lingerie store, if you have your lady with you, you, f you feel like a king because you will be the only guy there. Trust me on mm. that. Um, mm. So anyway, she comes out with um, four items, four outfits, and she's like, okay, we're going to get um, uh, one, and um, I like uh, this one. And I was just like, wait, wait you wouldn't spend all that time in there. And uh, this You're is the only, only time. In the, yeah, this is the only time I asserted myself. I was like, we're only getting one. And she's like, well, you like this one. We're going to get one for you and one for me. Well, obviously, it's yeah. going to be for her. But yeah. And so yeah. Um, yeah. they like boxed up 
And out of the three, um, the attendant goes, this one is crotchless. And I was like, we're getting that one. And so, <laughs> yeah, so that, um, yeah. That's so great. we, um, I think, uh, that's great. Okay. Keep going. And so we, we got those two items. I uh, went back to her um, uh, dungeon facility um, and um, she put me in a CB2000, which is kind of the OG um, chastity device, which was pink, uh, which was kind of really emasculating. And it's really, um, it, that was that was a chore um, getting that uh, on. And she put me in a um, cage and then her bull came in, bull, this massive cock came in and they um, started just right on the floor, started having sex. Um, and it was funny when the guy um, came to like undo the panties, she's like, oh no, just, I want to wear them. Um, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> what? Yeah, and so he had to like, and, and they were buttoned up um, panties where the vagina oh. and the, the no. anus were. And he's like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. And this was the first time he'd ever unbuttoned panties and they'd still been wearing them. So I, um, I don't know that I've unbuttoned panties and I'm a stripper. They, I usually, I, I get snaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, buttons. So that was that was kind of old school there. And um, after that, um, after they had sex um, on the floor, um, it was it was great experience. Um, I was let out of my cage after they were done, and um, she reached inside her well fresh, freshly fucked pussy and took out um, a load of his sperm. And um, I uh, opened my mouth and she said, "Swallow." Um, and then I was like, yes, mistress. And I swallowed his cum. And she went back in again and she put, took out another load and she said, put it on my tongue. And she said, swallow. And she's like, okay, great. Thank you. Thanks for um, becoming my coming and cuckold. And um, I was over the moon. I was like on cloud so nine. She, I was... she initiated it, but you didn't know that's what you were into or did you? No, no, I didn't. But I was, wow. was going to. I was going to obey her for that session. It was such a, it was such a gift being part of that experience. Um, After that, I texted probably uh, two. I only um, uh, involved uh, female friends. I texted like two or three female friends and I texted them the entire story. It took me like, you know, 30 minutes on the phone to be like, blah, blah, blah. And this happened and this happened and this happened. Yeah. Um, And one of them texted back like, okay, Make sure to floss. Thanks. Bye. Um, she got a kick out of that. So, <laughs> I'm glad you have such open-minded friends too. Um, okay. So two things I want to say to that story. Actually three. So what a beautiful, charismatic, like joy. I've just, I could just feel it in that story. I'm so happy you got to experience that. And what a gift, what a lovely provider of that experience. Secondly, I don't think you've ever bought me anything red. So Maybe we should do that because you know what I was thinking earlier also when she said this one that you like and this one that I like, that's often something that you and I kind of negotiate anyway, where I'm like, I like these two or you'll suggest some things and then give me plenty of option. And then sometimes I'll ask Bull. I'm like, you're the one who's going to be fucking me me in this. So which one do you like? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So something red. Yes. For the holidays. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also buttons. Okay, people, buttons. So evidence. On the panties. Evidence. Yeah. Yeah, on the panties. So it looks pretty. It's not for function. Same thing with stripper clothing. Like lingerie that is so beautiful to have sex in, I could never strip in because you got to take it off in a way that's actually like practical or like looks pretty and practical. Um, 
So yeah, fashion over function, keep it in mind. So is there anything, so you started, you said 2011, 2012. Is there anything briefly, if you could do differently, would you, if you could go back to any time in your cuckolding? Yeah, um, uh, this is back in a time where cuckolding wasn't as popular or even discussed at all. And cucks were considered uh, weak or just half the cuckolding porn you still see is with guys saying like, oh, oh woe is me, and my wife is being cuckolded. I'm, I, I want um, the women who I interact with um, in this manner to have that aggressive, assertive confidence where cuckolding for me is about um, uh, submission and making her happy. Um, that's what every guy's job is, to, is to make, quote unquote, your woman happy. And if she, can, if she has an appetite or likes variety, or if you're an eight in bed and she wants a 10, or if you're a 10 in bed and she wants a 12, um, mm-hmm. as far as experience, not inches more, but I guess they can mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, yeah, if, if your woman has a preference and she expresses herself this way, I mean, just help her out, help her express her femininity, help her have a good time, um, help her be a woman. And if you can um, uh, put your pride uh below her pleasure if your pleasure comes first then your job's done that's essentially cuckolding in a nutshell and then add in maybe some sex and humiliation fun aside from that but that's basically it and oh but to your question um what would i have done i would have started on this earlier because i was for about i'd say five years i was kind of paralyzed i'd watch cuck porn and i'd say wow this is so interesting or wow this is so great or but I could never do that. Um, I mean, you only get um, one life and you only get so many trips around the sun. Um, so seize the day. If you mm. want to become a cuckold, if you want to do it, do it. Um, it's your sexuality. I mean, just it's no one else's. It's And if you're not happy, it will start to gnaw at you. Uh, trust me on that. So, mm, yeah. Absolutely. That's great. Oh, that's so great. I'm so glad to have you as a cuckold. I really try to cultivate the best people around me seriously and with politics too and thank you for not referring to women as females oh yeah put a new spin on sex with the innovative kimono swirl lineup the swirl condom is america's only double helix shaped condom and stimulates both partners like a sex toy Swirl silicone is a thick premium lubricant that intensifies every sensation. Swirl natural lubricant combines pure water, organic aloe, and select botanicals for smoothness like nature intended. Swirl cleaning gel uses gentle natural ingredients to clean intimate toys and places. Get your swirl on when you use promo code 20TALKSWIRL2 for 20% off our suite of swirl products on Amazon now until November 30th. Welcome back to They Talk Sex Podcast, the cuckolding and dominatrix episode here with Grunky, aka my favorite cuck. Uh, Someone else just started texting me while I'm recording this. And I just, again, really, I'm so glad for like, I am so glad for technology when it works. You know, like I really like the app we mentioned earlier, Sex Panther. We Mm -hmm. like that one. Yeah. a, A man recommended it to me like three years ago. And I just like, what a world when people can actually communicate with each other in boundaried 
healthy consensual ways because there's some safeguards on oh, the yeah. app too you know like if people are abusive we can report them and i don't know what it looks like on your end or what your experience has been but it's been pretty good for me oh yeah yeah and um it's gotten better over time and it's the one thing that you touched on is the communication in the cuckolding world I mean, you can watch all the cuck porn you want but unless you get that communication with a woman who's open to cuckolding um, it's, it's, it feels like you're bottling up this energy inside you and that can start to get corrosive after a while. So mm. communicate with the lady who is open to cuddling. It, it pays huge dividends to your, your mental health. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to do some listener questions. Okay. Listener question one, what is the best part for you about being a cuck? Um, the best part, um, it's okay. Probably. Okay. I have to, there's two parts. Um, a, the ladies, um, the women in the cuckolding sphere, um, uh, not to disrespect other women, but the other women outside of the cuckolding sphere, they're just like vanilla ice cream. They're really good. They're, they're nice, but they're just vanilla. Um, all the women in the cuckolding space, they are, there's such a rich, tapestry of history, personality, um, uh, likes, dislikes. It's, it's, it's like watch, it's like going from black and white TV to color. I mean, literally the women who participate in cuckolding, they're so open. They're so fun. Um, they're really a great group of people to base a community. In. And, and the second part is um, it's other than making, putting them up on a pedestal um, <laughs> is for me, um, the um, outward signs of submission. Um, again, it's with the tattooing. It's with um, swallowing the lover's sperm. Um, those are the physical acts of submission that I can say. I I want you to feel safe and comfortable and happy and express yourself and dominant in this um, uh, realm. And it's the teasing in the Nile and uh, it's the tattoos. It's just, yeah, the outward signs that I am a submissive cuck. Um, mm. those are the things that, um, I, I like, like that. about cuckolding. Oh. oh, wow. That's, I didn't know what I expected to hear, but that was really nice to hear. So what is the, any downsides? So listener question two, what is the worst part of being a cuck? Yeah. Um, there is still a lot of, um, uh, taboo around the word cuck. Um, so there's in some, uh, political circles, they'll call you a cuck or a cuckold. Um, it's like, okay, whatever. Um, uh, it's, um, in some places they're like, oh, well, you can't take care of quote, you're a woman. So, uh, it's like, no, I, I, I let my woman do what quote, my woman do whatever she wants to. And I'm happy for that. But so the, fighting those stereotypes, um, is, uh, it, it's kind of a challenge. So yeah, that's, mm. the, that's the biggest downside. Okay. I can see that. Listener question three, the, so this is specifically to you as an individual person here today. What is your preferred type of romantic life? Um, it's, I, oh, that's, that's a stumper. I actually don't have a good answer for that. Was my preferred type of romantic life? Um, Do you ever want to be married or in relationship? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a, okay. Um, if I did want to be married or... Um, so right now I'm happy being a cuckold to a bunch of different women, but if I did meet my soulmate, um, marriage and, or, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, marriage, um, that wouldn't be out of the question, but I mean, she'd have to want to 
cuckold me, basically. Um, I don't see myself, this is such a part of me that I don't see myself going back to any quote unquote vanilla relationships anytime soon. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's great. So it sounds like you're making the choices you want to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So listener question four, what is something that you would like people who aren't cucks to know from your perspective? Um, ooh, good question. Um, cuckolding is beautiful. When a woman is, um, let's be honest, um, having sex with another guy and she comes over to you and tells you how, how good it is, how the experience was, um, shares the experience, tells them, um, tells you how much the, you know, the, she appreciated the lingerie. Um, it's, you can tell she's like vibrating and it's not, don't focus on what you, uh, can't do. Focus on what you can do. If, if she um, wants to have sex with another guy, enable that and do it with pride. If they're having sex and um, I've done this, that she wants another glass of wine or champagne or he wants to towel off or they need some water, do that. Um, uh, clean up the bed sheets afterwards. Um, be happy with the role that you're there. And um, it's, it's not harmful. It's not dangerous. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a good place to be when you are um, beneath a woman and helping her um, with her sexuality. It, you'll find it's a real honor. And and I've had more than, uh, not to brag or be braggadocious, but I've had more than one bull or more than one mistress tell me like, they're like, her bull is jealous of you. And I'm just like, oh, of, of really? what? And it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, I don't have very much in the junk department to brag about other than the piercings. Um, but as far as the size department, yeah, a little bit uh, on the smaller size, but um, that um, helps me like easily make the choice of, you know, go out and see another guy, go out and see two guys. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Okay, cool. So listener question five, how do you keep yourself safer from scammers or do you ever experience them? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good question. So um, whenever I'm getting involved in a cuckold um, lifestyle, always uh, exchange, always, you know, text or message back and forth, however you message that. Then kind of a phase two would be send pictures. Um, at that point, most people are honest enough that they like, hi, my name is, you know, Ted. This is what I look like. Hi, my name is Sarah. This is what I look like. Um, but after that, um, you might need to um, meet up at like a, a Starbucks, or if that's too fast, um, go um, video chat with each other just to get to know each other. Um, and then after you've um, done that, uh, maybe you can ask for references. The cuckolding community is pretty close knit. And so if this person is known, that's that's pretty good validation. Um, but yeah, just uh, uh, go, go slow and validate. Don't let yourself get catfished. Um, and you can avoid, um, most, uh, scams. And, um, I did get scammed kind of once during the middle of COVID, but that's because I was, you know, in my, uh, four corners of my house for a year on end bouncing off the walls. Um, but yeah, just make sure you get, uh, make sure you can talk and video chat with people and they have a presence and make sure their Twitter handle wasn't made like last month. Um, mm, so mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Are you able to clarify what that looked like when someone took advantage of you? Yeah, it was actually a um, person pretending to be a um, dom 
and I had um, um, the person, uh, the Dom had had their Twitter account uh, canceled. Um, thanks, Elon. Uh, mm. Multiple times, so it was like, "Oh, my new Twitter account is this," and I was like, "Oh, I can't believe you got uh, banned again." Mm. It's like, "Yeah, it happened again." Da 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 da, and um, and so then you it's thought like, it was oh. someone you had interacted with already. Correct. Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay. And, and then this she was is like, why. I'm interrupting you. This is why oh, it no, happens yeah. to my friends all the time, and it happens to me. People make fake profiles of other people, and then they'll start reaching out. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, so because I get those, I'm just trying to give a picture to people who don't experience this so much in their daily life. Yeah, it's huge fucking pain in the ass. It's like, even if I'm not in theory losing money because it wasn't money to begin with, like from them buying my content, it's someone else that might be still ripping somebody else off. Yeah, it's it's um, it's all about trust. And if you want to go, if you've known this person for a while, be like, Oh, hey, I see you've gotten a new Twitter account. Remember that one thing we did that one time with that one person at this one place? And then they can, if they can pick up on the details, then, you know, mm -hmm. chances are you've got, you know, like a legit interaction. But always insist on like a, a voice message, a picture, some of those things that like can't be, or it's getting harder to be faked. Mm -hmm. um, and when yeah. we say insist on, that means ask nicely for, you know, and compensate, but exactly tell them why you're asking. I'm, you know, I'd like to check that this is a real profile mistress. Can you? Yeah, exactly. So, um, I've, um, mm -hmm. I've gotten, um, things where um, a new phone number will pop up or on various messaging app, it'll say like your security details with this person has changed. And I'll ask like, Oh, Hey, Mr. So-and-so, um, is this you? I see you got, did you get a new phone? Um, can you send me a picture to verify you're not like Bubba the iPhone thief? And um, <laughs> they'll send a picture, a picture or a short picture or a video. And like, it's me, thanks. And most of the ladies um, will actually appreciate this. They'll be like, hey, thanks for the verification. I understand why you're doing this. And um, yeah. Great. Um, okay, good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So listener question we have a lot listener question six do any of your friends coworkers, or family members know about your lifestyles or activities in cucking um no um coworkers want to keep the personal and professional life uh separate there um family um my mom's kind of old and i don't think uh there's any benefit to saying like surprise mm -hmm. mom you know, like yeah For at her sure. age that would yeah yes and then I wanted to hide my sex worker status from my grandparents because they're 89. So what's the point? But mm -hmm. my dad outed me to them and my aunts and they have a sense of humor of it now, but it never gets talked about. So, and by sense of humor, I mean, they gave me a birthday card. Um, and I think it made some reference to sex or something. So it's like, ha ha, mm -hmm. she works in sex anyway. Yeah. And then as far as my, um, friends, um, I find, I, I find if I don't tell a woman, um, a couple, well, a couple years ago, if I found out if, if I didn't know a woman for more than like ten minutes and say like, "Oh, I'm into cuckolding," um, I felt like I would I would be lying to her. Um, pro tip: don't do that. Um, but um, <laughs> I only, yeah, I only tell um, female friends who are open and female friends who are not um, uh, coworkers. Like, hey, I'm into this, or female friends who I'm, I'm comfortable with, and I don't. You don't, you want to put that in the back seat uh, because uh, a lot of people can be like, what? That, that can, that can be a relationship pivot moment for the, for the worst. So um, mm. always um, 
always make sure that that just leave that in the background. It, it'll be there. And if it um, comes out in conversation, it does. But for most of the ladies that I hang out with, um, the most of the vanilla women I hang out with, um, uh, they know that um, I visit service providers, strip clubs, pro doms, and mm-hmm. um, they'll be curious enough that they'll ask like, oh, do, 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 do. Um, and actually, the one exception where I did have um, let that on, um, Mistress, um, I flew up um, Mistress January um, Seraph from the barrier, Bay Area mm-hmm. to where I work, and she actually met with three female coworkers. So it was yeah. like her, for these ladies, they had like a, it was, I, I had to pay her obviously for a, a girl chat basically. Um, mm-hmm. So they got a few drinks. Um, and just like talked and it was all like, Oh, what do you do? Um, how do you do it? how do you get into it? And, um, and it was, she, she was actually, I uh, had a good times. Like it's, it's great to see women that work with their minds and, or in a business that <laughs> rewards them, um, for, uh, and I'm glad that you're, you know, punching the glass ceiling and, you know, earning oh. um, a good wage. So oh, it was a, okay. it was a good experience for both of them. And they got to know all about, and they had a ton of questions. So <laughs> I got to laugh. I only work with my titties, not my mind. No, obviously she works with both. Um, that's really delightful. I'm glad that you got to facilitate that experience too. I'm sure they all were. Uh, and that makes sense. My only, yeah, my, my thought was when you were telling me about how you felt like you needed to disclose or else you were being dishonest about yourself, my thought would be like, to me, receiving that information unexpectedly, I would probably ask, why am I being told this? Like, how does this impact you and me? And like, it doesn't. So I think that's why you're right. You've learned, like, keep it in the back. And if it needs to come up because you're getting close enough to someone, then it organically will. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah, that's just part of the discovery of who you are. Just have a good, um, just don't tell someone that you're a cuckold when you're horny, because then it's just like, that's a, that's a, that's a train wreck. Um, just have yeah. a, a nice, a more mature, slow roll, um, emotional, um, quote, intelligence quotient there and just slide in it, that in. Um, if you're comfortable with the person, if you know each other for a, a while and mm-hmm. if the person's kinky enough, then you'll pick up on that. So. Mm-hmm. 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 True. So that kind of goes with this question. What is some advice you have? Listener question seven. What is some advice you have for in-training cucks or cucks to be? You've given a lot of advice already, actually. But if you have any more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, don't be afraid to um, uh, don't be afraid to try it. Don't be afraid to dip your toe into it. Um, if it doesn't work out the first time with one service provider, with one lady, try another. Or if one girlfriend, try, try another. Um, and don't get, um, you can get um, analysis paralysis. Um, it's like, oh, and I've, I've been there myself. It's like, oh, if I um, swallow the bulls come, am I gay? Oh, no. Um, or if uh, if I become a cuckold, am I less of a man? I don't know about this. Or I'll just watch more cuckold porn. That'll fix it. And um, get break out of that digital bubble and just try it. Just try it. And if you don't, you, you'll, if you do, you'll feel much better about yourself, much freer, much more open, and you'll be a better person and you'll be well on your way to having a couple relationship. I'm just, just do it. Just get out. Mm, okay. That's great to hear. Such good advice. Okay. So listener question eight, I wrote this one uh, and I'm going to preface it with saying, I know that you hate giving women unsolicited advice, which is partly why I like you so much, but for our other sex worker listeners who may or may not already be mistresses or good times providers, do you have any advice for them coming from a client? 
Um, yeah, it is difficult to um, uh, critique or give even constructive feedback to women because, I mean, the ladies are the way they are. And to say like, oh, yeah, if you could just do this little thing a little bit more. It's, it's like, OK, it's like who's in charge here? Uh, it's, it's not you. Um, um, but right. yeah, to the to the ladies, um, uh, listen and be observant. This is something the ladies already know and do in spades. Um, uh, oh, gosh. Um, don't be afraid to push when you've gotten comfortable, um, but push within, you know, like don't like don't pedal to the metal push, but just, you know, nudge, I should mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, keep things, um, spicy. Like I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, when I, um, wanted, um, to get my, I have a tattoo right above my junk that says, uh, coming in couple for life. Um, uh, a lady, um, uh, we added on to it. I first, I got the word cuckold. A lady actually called me up one night and says like, Hey, um, now you're a big fan of tattoos. Um, I know you like submitting. I know you, um, for you eating lotus uh, bull sperm is um, an act of submission. So we're going to get uh, cum eating. Um, so, and I was just like, oh, yes, we are, mistress. Thank you for pushing me. <laughs> and it was, it was out of the blue late at night, but I felt, I was like, wow, she's comfortable enough, confident enough, and knows which buttons to push that to say, yeah, making, um, tattooing the word cum eating above my cuckold tattoo, I mean, that was the right thing. And looking back, it was, it was, it was a great decision. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my only tattoo from her. So uh, it was, it was the absolute right decision. And other ladies have like, 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 yeah, it's a really good addition. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Also yeah. trust your, trust your um, service provider. This requires a lot of trust, especially if you're new. Um, yeah. You'll be shaken the first time or two going into this, but um, yeah. Trust your service provider. Mm. Okay, so let's take another break. I'm having so much fun. This is the cuckolding and dominatrix episode. Uh, sometime in the next couple weeks, cuck, send me some lingerie links and I'll look for something red. Will do. Sounds great. Sounds great. I'm glad you have water. Everyone get your water. We're going to take a break. Hey, do you want to open your relationship? Whether you're totally ready or 100% terrified, I've got something for you. Best-selling author, New York Times, and NPR contributor Dr. Jolie Hamilton is the expert who helps people open their relationships up without burning things down. Now you can leverage her five pillars of open relationships to open yours the smart way. Dr. Jolie shares the five pillars during her upcoming online salon. Grab your spot at openeasier.com. It's free when you register now at openeasier.com. Welcome back to They Talk Sex Podcast. This is the last episode of this season three. The cuckolding and dominatrix episode is what we are doing. So we're going to come right back to talking to Grunky, a.k.a. my favorite cuck. Um... I'm curious for you, and we've talked a little bit about this as we negotiate how we play. Um, how is the current American or global economy impacting your ability to engage with your lifestyle right now? 
No, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, I visit um, pro-doms or service providers for the cuggling experience. I don't have a girlfriend or wife. So it does require a little bit of money. And um, a lot of the sectors of the economy, not all of them, has been kind of soft with um, either higher, with either downsizing or they're starting maybe to come back a little bit now, but just kind of on the contractor side. Um, it's it's been it's been tough. Um, unemployment has been low, but the job quality has been kind of it's hit or miss there. So, and that's um, I for me and for a cuck, um, I like if you can convert your hard earned money into her pleasure, then that's essentially what cuckolding is. That's essentially what um, like a, it's a, it's a component of a normal healthy relationship. If you mm. take um, your lady out to dinner or buy her flowers or take her on trips, is you convert your energy and hard-earned money into her pleasure, mm. and yeah, just replace that with another guy's dick. Um, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> so yeah, but things have been a little different lately. So do you feel? I know that we've talked about we're not able to play as much. Um, things have mm-hmm. been definitely less economically beneficial here in local Portland. Um, you don't live in Portland, but, uh, yeah. So, okay. And you did mention to me and we can cut this if it's too close to home, but you said it made you feel sad that you couldn't provide for mistresses in the same way lately. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, um, it's, it's tough because I get a lot of, um, pride, a lot of cup pride in being able to, um, uh, give money to women so like uh, or provide there is a i have what's been described as a over sexualized male provider instinct and i think a lot of cucks will that'll ring true with them um i've um, purchased um a boob job um a bbl um brazilian butt lift um uh for lady vi i purchased another um uh, boob job for um, Mistress uh, Sandy, um, but uh, another boob job might have to get put on hold. And that pains me because uh, she is in the uh, uh, porn industry, she's in the dominatrix mm-hmm. industry, and she really um, wants a um, new um, pair of boobs. And to not be able to provide that for her, that kills me. That, that's mm-hmm. really... I am disappointed in myself for that reason. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm disappointed I didn't know you when I needed a boob job. <laughs> sorry all right so yeah all of that makes sense if you're listening and this is relatable to you don't beat yourself up a lot of people are feeling the economic squeezes so while we're talking politics i saw this really interesting article why is cuckolding more popular in u.s than europe so this is according to just just one sexual fantasy researcher so i full disclosure did not look at the quality or any of the, I'm spacing on the word, methodology of this study, because mommy's been busy. So in good faith, let's say that it was pretty good, or maybe you're looking that up while I read, but it's on insider.com, written by a lady named Julia Naftalin of July of 2023, why cuckolding is a more popular kink in the U.S. than Europe, according to a sexual fantasy researcher. A sexual fantasy researcher said the 400 people they interviewed in Belgium and the Netherlands didn't bring up cuckolding at all. Um, Well, that doesn't mean anything. Well, okay. Um, Americans are often considered prudes compared to their typically more uninhibited European counterparts, but here's one kink that Americans seem to enjoy much more than overseas, cuckolding, where one partner watches while their partner has sex with another person. 
on a recent episode of the podcast Sex and Psychology, hosted by the Kinsey Institute sex researcher Justin LaMiller. Oh, I follow him on Instagram. Uh, and Marielle de, de Godet shared findings from her sexual fantasy research in the Netherlands and Belgium. It involved conducting 400 interviews about people's sexual fantasies between 2018 and 2021. Okay, so when cross-referenced her European findings with previous research of LaMillers on American fantasies, okay, here we go, we got two researchers, she found that most kinks like submission, domination, and exhibitionism were a perfect match between the regions. But when it came to cuckolding, which is different than a threesome, it didn't come up on Degode's European interviews, she told LaMiller. That is likely, here's the hypothesis because the idea of sexually sharing your partner with someone else isn't considered taboo in europe but it is in the u.s the forbidden is incredibly rousing to most people yeah thoughts and no that that resonates um really well um yeah it um in america or generally in the states we're a little bit more prudish i agree with that and over in um, Europe, they're a bit more uh, fancy free. Um, um, I've even heard in Iceland, um, uh, if two women come up to each other and they're like, oh, we both had sex with the same guy, they consider themselves tummy sisters. Tummy sisters? Like, yeah. So if you and another woman you know had had sex with the same guy, you're tummy sisters. And well, I then I like, have a lot of tummy sisters out there. <laughs> yeah. I, I never heard of that. I I never heard of that concept or thought of that word or it was just like what and but yeah if you go to Europe I mean even in a hotel you'll see like um, um you know 200 300 500 year old masterpieces with nudity here there everywhere it's mm. it's just more accepted it's just more um laid back like over here in the states we 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 like our our, our violence but the sex is bad and over in europe it's just flip-flopped um so yeah yeah you're pretty well traveled so i'll take it from you i was speaking to a bull recently not mine um someone who's been one for a long time and i asked him what he thought about this and he said that probably it's just like they already did that in europe like decades ago you know so many times they're like whatever old news <laughs> yeah uh, um okay so do you want to shout out as we pivot back to our ourselves? Do you want to shout out to any of the women who have tattooed you or cucked you? I, it's a long list now. It's like it's twelve, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, twelve tattoos, gosh. but not necessarily all twelve different people. Yeah, yeah. A couple ladies have uh, double upped. Uh, um, uh, shout out to um, uh, uh, Lady Vi, um, Venus Cuckoldress, who runs a podcast. Not to compete with you, or oh, Studio please, Thunder, but please, please. Yeah, Venus Venus Cuckoldress. Um, based, she's based in Vancouver, Canada, and she runs a wonderful podcast website and community around cuckolding. Um, great resources. And when I talk about breaking out of your digital bubble, she can definitely help you. She actually runs a matchmaking service there. Um, Goddess Jessie Lee. Um, oh, I've seen her porn. Uh, yeah, I followed her yeah, before. Um, yeah. Yeah, Madam Skin Diamond, uh, Mr. Yeah, Steve DeMarco, Princess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Princess Donna, mm -hmm. um, uh, Miss Jasmine, um, Mistress uh, Sydney Max Lee, um, aka Astrodomina. Um, oh, who else? Um, I'm in I'm there. Uh, Mistress Aiden, Mistress Aiden Star. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Seen her porn too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That might be it. Uh, 
And if you're wrong, yeah, then um, hope you don't get punished. <laughs> um, yeah. I, oh, I mean, I'm kind of sweating. I'm like, oh my God, I know. I know. Oh, <laughs> Mistress T. Um, yeah. I'm like, if I don't shout out these people, I'm just like, that's oh, okay. They might let you live. I'm worried about, yeah, I'm worried about shouting out people forgetting them names. And I'm just like, oh, damn, if you do, damn, if you don't. Well, you know, the human brain is complicated. At least luckily with me, um, you know, I'm I'm a very sharing is caring dom mom. So um, I don't get like, I don't get jealous or feel threatened when you share about the other women in your life because I don't know, it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't come naturally. So yeah. And, and a big thank you to you for this platform and for cuckolding me and um, tattooing me as well. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't tattoo you, but I was there with for cricket or um yeah Correct. cricket or yeah. who was the other person yeah was there two no it's only cricket so far mm-hmm. oh you you paid for mine through Alice that's right mm-hmm. yeah thank you uh okay so what do you think could make sex industry events or interactions safer for the people in them because you seem to know how to navigate and you got good manners mm-hmm. and you've been around mm-hmm. um I've uh good good question so. Um, if you go to a larger, let's start out with, um, the, the kind of the rare scenarios. If you go to a larger, um, party, um, like a orgy, make sure there's two people, at least, um, make sure they have, um, security, um, make sure everyone there is tested, vetted, um, and make sure there's, um, uh, at least like depending upon how large the uh, get-together is, make sure there's at least um, a, de- a designated driver, so to speak, a consent manager. And that, that consent manager needs to be uh, usually 99% a female by the time of the uh, lady. Um, so just make sure you have that. And that lady um, probably shouldn't be um, imbibing in the um, activities. She should be kind of like, um, walking um, around. Neutral, neutral. Yeah. Uh, not with the uh, strictness of a, uh, uh, like a hall teacher, monitor. teacher or a hall monitor, yeah, but just to kind of like walk around, like, hey, is everything good? Everything great? Enough condoms, enough mm-hmm. lube, cool, cool, good deal, awesome. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, uh, security and um, that person there. If it's a more, um, smaller event, obviously, you still need the uh, testing. Um, but if it's a more, uh, a cuckolding session, um, just lots of negotiation beforehand. Um, obviously pay the lady for her time um, and uh, yeah, just get to know each other before you dive in. It's like uh, you want to get to know your swim partners and the same thing with a couple. Mm. You want to get mm. to know um, what they do. Um, and, uh, I've actually, I'll, I won't tell the, uh, the person. Um, I actually um, was her first um, cuckolding session. Uh, and uh, I was uh, really honored by that. I was just like, I am your first cuck. That's great. I am honored to be that. I hope, I hope the session is great for you. And she, um, the, the, she had a great time with her bowl and I had a great time uh, being her cum receptacle. And it was just, it was great. It was great all around. And she just mm-hmm. m- match up with the people who are cool with you. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, please tell the audience what tattoo I selected for you to receive on your tum tum. Oh yeah, and I've received um, four tattoos, um, which um, the ladies have told me like we are getting this tattoo, and you won't know the design or anything about it. But the one I have on my right side is a um, dumpster, like you'd see at the back of a restaurant, 
and it has the word um, come written on it, a little um, heart on the side. So <laughs> come dumpster. And there's some, and there's some, some, some come coming out of it. There's yeah. There's a little puddle yeah. on the bottom. And, uh, yeah. Come coming yeah. Out there, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what month we did that, but I posted it on Instagram. If I can find it, I'll put it on the <clears throat> Patreon again. Mm -hmm. So is there anything you would like to accomplish next? Mm, uh, yes, yes, there is one thing. So um, Lady Vice specifically was like, hey, um, I've tattooed you twice. You've got a lot of tattoos. That's great. I'm actually paused for tattoos because a woman in Manchester wants her 13th tattoo. She just likes the number 13. I don't know what's going to be designed. But the next thing she's like, um, tattoos are great. Let's brand you. And I was just like, okay oh you can so, handle it yeah handle so it. that's going to be something mm -hmm. unique to be um tattooed mm -hmm. and a branded um come swallowing cuck um that's that's the next thing wow you might hold a guinness book of world record you might be the only one well let's hope not. <laughs> let's let's hope i have uh, some people joining my ranks soon so yeah right you're inspiring a new generation of cuckolds um do you have any sex tips for our audience? This is our last question this, this evening. Um, let her enjoy herself with other men. Um, it's from the cuckold perspective. You're not, I'm not going to be able to dish out a lot of advice, but just make her feel comfortable. Make her, if you, <clears throat> if she feels like a million bucks, um, she'll be happy and you'll grow together um, in either hmm. love or service, or you'll have a nice uh, um submissive dynamic um a bdsm dynamic going so yeah put her first mm, that is beautiful thank you so much for being here grunky cuck um this was the cuckolding and dominatrix episode thanks to everybody who listened here if you miss my face and my voice look for a little mini episodes audio clips journaling pictures of boobies and stuff on patreon.com forward slash strange bedfellows and cuck i will see you online and in person okay thanks for having me <laughs> thanks everybody until next time